0: Hi, and welcome to the Kelowna Girl Tries Podcast. I'm Barb, and this is episode 98, Sunday, June 5th, 2011. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, all you crazy triathletes out there. Here's Barb. I am very tired. It's Sunday, 9 o'clock. And I am going to quickly throw together two pieces of audio that I recorded during my race this weekend. One was before the race and one was after the race. And I have to apologize now, the one after the race was recorded in the car, so there's a bit of humming background noise. What can I do? I used my digital recorder so the quality's not as good as it is when I record directly in my mic, but that's what you get. So, had a good race, happy about it. I'm going to get my uh, blog posted with all the details as well. So, I will let you uh, listen to it now. And I'm also going to give the outro right this very moment. If you want to reach me, it's KelownaGirl at gmail.com. And you can also get to my blog for, um, at com, and you can get all the links to everywhere else that I go. Uh, I want to quickly say I got a couple of emails this week too. I'm going to just grab them right now. Kelowna Girls emails. Reggie. Reggie said, uh, thanks for your reply and shout out on your show. I'll keep you updated because I'm kind of curious to hear how his new races go. Um, he had some a funny little uh, uh, comment that I wanted to share with you. He said, "When someone asks you how your training's going, he's noticed that your answer depends on who is asking." And here's his take on it. Number one, people, the person who's asking doesn't really exercise. Keep your reply really short because they don't really understand and they're just being polite. Don't get technical and then thank them for asking and change the subject. Two, people who do exercise but don't do triathlon training. This conversation could last a few minutes or even longer. You can be technical and see where that where that takes you. You might even try and convince them to do one. You could even end up being their me- mentor. Scary. And three, could be another triathlete. This could last for hours, but it won't because we're too busy training. You could talk about anything. They understand and they feel your pain. You can share tips. Relish the time. It doesn't happen very often unless you belong to a tri-group. What do you think? And I totally agree. I thought it was a great great, uh, viewpoint on the whole, um, sharing of your information. I know people ask me all the time, you know, what am I training for now that they know that I do this sort of thing. And I find one of the biggest things for absolute, um, non-triathlete people is they don't even first of all they don't know what a triathlon is they don't really understand about the various distances and they keep calling it a marathon for some reason because they know triathlon marathon they've heard the word marathon and they say oh, is, isn't it your marathon this weekend you know so kind of funny anyways thanks for that reggie uh got a lot of good luck emails from various people uh, including sarah cabacona tri girl and uh a few others And an email from Michelle who sent me a link to the Chicago Tribune. Uh, She had thought of me when she had read it because I'd been complaining about how the rest of Canada doesn't like uh, the Vancouver Canucks who have now won two games against the Boston Bruins. Two down, two to go. Yeah, baby. Anyways, it was a good article, so thank you very much, Michelle. And I have some other emails and comments that I got from a few people on Facebook. And I have to say, a ton of people commenting on my blog today uh, not on my blog, but on my, um, well, actually on my blog, on my uh, Facebook page, on my t- on Twitter and on Daily Mile, giving me good wishes and congratulations for my race. So thank you very, very, very much to all of you. you. I really, really appreciate it. And I even was able to kind of internalize that when I was out on my run today, uh, because yeah, it was a really skookum race. So. Um, I'm not going to give you any more information. I'm going to just plunk in that audio that Eric and I recorded um, over the last two days, and uh, that'll tell the story. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi. Hello. That's a really exciting introduction, isn't it? (laughs) We're on holidays right now, sort
1: of waiting for you to race tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be on vacation tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> After the race? Yeah, then I gotta get home and go to work. Oh, uh, and me too. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I have to ride my bike on Monday. Okay. Okay, so what do we want to talk about?
0: Um, Our trip so far? Yeah. The, event- so f-
1: the eventfulness of it all?
0: Let, I think we should. So okay. move your knee.
1: Oh, okay. I move
0: my knee. So, it's Saturday evening. We just finished dinner. We are sitting in a extremely gorgeous hotel resort. In, in Asoyas. Asoyas, British Columbia. Yeah. Because I have Oliver Half Iron again tomorrow.
1: That's right. And should we tell them why we have this beautiful room?
0: Uh, let's take a step back. Okay. Set the stage. Step back. Yeah, last year I came up on Saturday night and stayed Saturday night. And got up early in the morning and we stayed here we got what we checked in at 4 four thirty-five. no it was after the race meeting so by the time we checked in it was six and we left at five in the morning so we were here less than 12 hours and so this year we decided we we're going to come friday night Instead and have two nights so we'd have the whole day Saturday just to kick back and relax. I have really enjoyed that Yeah, I really, really like time nice. and it made more of a vacation for you too instead of just Sherpa duties.
1: Well, we've actually gotten to Sit outside lie outside by the pool catch yeah. some sun because it's hot here.
0: Yeah So all my whining about the cold weather for the last couple of weeks uh, Summer started today. Mm-hmm Um, Yesterday it was gotten to be into the 70s, which is the first time really. It's really hit the Mm -hmm. mid-20s yesterday afternoon, and we left right after school. The bell rang at 2.30. We were in the car going at 2.35 because we wanted to get to Oliver in time to pick up my race package, and uh, yeah, let's talk about that. That's funny. Okay, so we get get to Oliver to pick up my race package Uh. because... It was 20 to 5, and they closed at 5. So I go in, and I stand in line. I check in. I get my wristband, my swim cap, and they can't find my bag. I'm number 898. Well, you know, if you turn 898 over, it looks like 868. It could be, it could be all sorts of things. So my bag is missing, and there are over 1,000 people in this race. Well, 1,000 bags up there, I guess. And I'm really checking in, so what are we going to do? So they said, well, come back tomorrow. Saturday, which is today, and uh, hopefully somebody will have turned it in because the bib number has my name on it. Mm
1: -hmm. And there's nobody else in this race with your name.
0: That's right. It says Kelowna Girl on it. Does it? No.
1: Okay. But anyways, they didn't. Even when we saw them first thing today, they didn't have it.
0: Yeah, so we came back today, and it still wasn't there, and and the race director, she can't believe that nobody had turned it in yet. Well, you have to check your bike in to transition before 5 So as I got closer to the race meeting and somebody went to check their bike in and suddenly realized that uh, they had my stuff, so we ended up getting it at the very last minute. Oh, but then I wanted to get... See, uh, here's my problem. I want to get my bike checked into transition. I can't get into transition without having the number on the bike, and my number is, of course, in my race bag. Mm -hmm. So I went to the uh transition area talked to the race officials i'd already got permission from the race director but she hadn't been able to relay, relay that information to the the security guys so they didn't really want me to come in with my bike until i had you know permission that they had heard from not just my voice so we found somebody who our friend chris who was able to get us in so i racked my bike and then i took a piece of paper and <laughs> wrote out the number and all that information on it, and said, if you have mine, please call my cell.
1: And is that how she got to it, or was it just because she noticed it was the wrong number? Yeah,
0: no, she just noticed it was the wrong number and brought it in about an hour later. Uh, And so uh, they had just arrived, and then I was actually standing in the expo, and my cell phone rang, and it was the race director who was actually about 200 feet away from me. (laughs) She called me and said, hey, your bag's here. So I got my bag. Had to go all the way back to transition, put my number on, but it's all good. Yeah, and I have a oh. good rack spot.
1: Oh, now we can backtrack to the hotel room.
0: Yeah, so that was that was Friday night. So I'm mean, here. I am, you know, first thing, a little stressed. Don't have a bag, uh, but it'll all work out. And I actually don't get too stressed out about stuff like that. So we get drive the half an hour after that to check in at the Watermark Resort, where we got an awesome deal on Hotwire. Yeah. And I'm standing there in line, and she's looking, and she's looking, and she's looking, and she can't find a reservation anywhere. Nothing. And you and were then worried, weren't you? I was, well... You yeah. thought
1: maybe you'd made the reservation for the wrong day or something. I
0: thought, well, I thought, geez, did I screw up? But I have my paper. Like, And this is the first time we've ever done a Hotwire where I didn't actually walk into the hotel with my papers. Remember? Yeah. I said I'm not gonna grab my papers. I never even look at them. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the car. The whole time I'm going back to the car. I'm thinking, oh my god, if I screwed this up, what am I gonna do? There's this place is town is packed. There's not a hotel room to be found. Um, and so, anyways, luckily I found my papers, and it said, and the woman, even though my papers said it had a pay, I had two nights paid. Mm-hmm. She's still like, oh well, you know, the room that I have booked. Has been resold to somebody else, so there is no space, right? But,
1: but it was all good after that. It was. Because the deal is, if you approved you've already paid for a room, they got to give you a room. That's right. And they had none of the junior suites left. That's right. So we got upgraded. Yeah. Upgraded to a one bedroom.
0: Yeah. And it's a squeak, it's, it's a beautiful room. It's got like a one bedroom with a king size bed, mm-hmm. beautiful patio. Living room, two televisions, not that we really need them, but there is a hockey game on right now, uh, k- kitchen table with the seats four, and a full kitchen, washer, dryer, bathroom. Like, I would love to stay here for a week in the summertime, Balcony.
1: You? Yeah. Pool outside.
0: Oh, yeah, and beautiful pool. Oh, yeah. So we got, this morning we got up, had a leisurely breakfast. Eric went for a run. Yeah. And, oh, and we had breakfast. Uh, we didn't have breakfast here. We went for breakfast at the Holiday Inn, and we met Daryl. Daryl. So we had breakfast with Daryl. From Vancouver. Cool. Yeah. He's here for the race, too. And last night we went for dinner at the... We're jumping all over here.
1: Mm-hmm. Last night
0: we went for dinner at the Italian Campo Marina, which is a great restaurant. Italian yummy food. Yummy Italian food. And we ran into Gina, who is... She tries all three. She's not a podcast listener, but she was a nice lady. I met. She's from Bellingham. She's here to do the race, too. And she's on Twitter and yeah so that's jumping around but anyways we've had a great day we it's just been getting hotter and hotter and hotter as the day went on
1: and we've met a whole bunch of other people too Yep. you know it's yep. quite amazing it's just oh, oh we saw brent we met brent and my friend tamara. carmel and her
0: husband oh tamara that was it was. Uh, yeah
1: and we met uh jeanette and malindi mm-hmm. and, and uh, graham Hood. lots of people we didn't see graham did we
0: i saw graham oh okay but i didn't talk to him okay Anyways, yeah, but it's I've missed been a few. Eventful. I know Jocelyn's here because I've been texting with her all day but haven't actually seen her face-to-face yet.
1: It isn't boring, but we've certainly come out yeah. to the positive in lots of ways.
0: Yep. Yeah, so, you know, a little stressful thinking I didn't have a, a race bag or a hotel room, but it all turned out all right. So was So now
1: the race tomorrow.
0: Yeah, the race tomorrow. So now the big question is this heat. It's Now they're s- predicting a high of 30 degrees Celsius, which is... Uh, um, about almost ninety, I think, Fahrenheit, yeah. and uh, the hottest run I've done is sixty three, sixty two. Going <laughs> <Better laughs> to be hotter tomorrow. Yeah, because it's just hasn't been hot. It's just we haven't had any heat at all this year, and now I'm going to be running right around noon.
1: And they they're even going to set sprinklers up on the course.
0: Yeah. There'll be ice and sponges and water, and they say jump on the lake when you get out. It's going to be... F- and the thing is, the heat's a one thing, but it's the not acclimating to that heat. That's going to be a bitch, right?
1: hmm Well, been, we haven't had any heat, so we've been used to running in the cold, so yep. it's just a total switch. Yep.
0: And, in fact, my last race I was worried because I didn't have enough clothing to put on after I got out of the water. It was so cold, and now I'm looking all over for... Uh, like I'm thinking, I'm going to have nothing to put in my uh, in my transition. I'm not going to need to worry about the extra mm-hmm. jersey, the arm warmers, the jacket I had on my list. None of suddenly, none of it I need. Even though oh. three days ago I would have needed it because it was cold three days ago. It was. So, anyways, that's all good. I'm going to get up at what? Four forty-five.
1: Four forty-five. Getting out of here at five thirty.
0: Yep. Drive to Vernon. Drive to Vernon. Where drive are we going? To Oliver's. Where Oliver, are we going? And right.
1: Hopefully, we'll be there at five five to six something like that, probably. Yeah. And then you have till six forty-five to get everything together.
0: Yep, and I'm pretty organized. I got everything packed up nice, and the only thing I forgot was to put my gear bike into a low gear. Forgot that.
1: I'll remind you tomorrow.
0: Thank you. And I forgot to oil my chain, so I might look around see if somebody's got a couple of drops of oil to throw on there. I don't think it's a big deal. Well, the nice thing is in transition,
1: they often have uh, bikes bike stores that have some kind of tent set up to help, and they can probably. Do a quick oil on it. They
0: yep. do, and they said that at the meeting, so hopefully I'll... I don't know if I need to worry about it. Do you think I should try to put a little oil on my chain?
1: Oh, if it's dry. If
0: it's dry, know. I can't tell by looking. I know nothing I'll about it. fill it up.
1: It. If your hands get really dirty, it's, it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, always my theory. Is it really? <laughs> don't, don't your hands get dirty from a chain no matter what?
1: Well, not if it's dry.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know everything about bikes, I mean, apparently.
1: Brian's squeaky.
0: Yeah, well, it's not been squeaking. No. It's in pretty good shape because I just had it tuned up that last couple two months ago. Couple or years or ago. Months. Oh, a month
2: Never? Or two Come ago. Come on,
0: Darren from Chainline Cycle, the best bike shop in Kelowna.
1: That's right. Yep. All
0: right. Anyways, so yeah, that's it. Um, I've been. I'm not feeling good all day. I got my braces tightened on. Wednesday, and I've had a, just a miserable headache since then, but I'm also feeling whole body aching. So I've been popping two ibuprofen every four hours, and that makes me feel a heck of a lot better. So I have six ibuprofen profen in my bento box.
1: <laughs> That's your nutrition for the race. <laughs> That's
0: it. <laughs> I'm taking vitamin I. <laughs> so I'm going to get out of bed at 5 and or whatever. 5 o'clock, I'm going to take 2. I know. At 5 o'clock, I'm going to take 2, and then at... 9 a.m. When's that? I'll be partway into the bike. Whenever I think of it on the bike, I'm going to take some two more, and then I'll probably take two on the run. And my liver be damned. You're not supposed to take that much ibuprofen. No, you're not. It's life well, don't city. take
1: it if you don't need it.
0: <laughs> if I've needed it all day today and I haven't even done anything athletic, yeah, but you're sure going to be, be just
1: right tomorrow. <laughs> Good. And because, if it's it, comparatively anything like last, speaking huh? to, today, you'll feel so good, you'll do so well.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that no matter what, I'll be in big pain tomorrow by the run anyway. I remember.
1: Just remember, you know, you're finishing it. after, you're starting the race after everybody else. And because of that, like you told me, the water will be just slightly warmer because of all the body heat from the people <laughs> in front.
0: Hey, I believe that. Yeah, okay. What do you think if you put, thousand, you know, you guys tell me what you think. You put a thousand people in the water and let them swim the course, and I'm in the last wave, so okay, 650 will oh, I've already swum, and then I'm going to swim. Do you think the water's just going to be like even a half a degree warmer?
2: No. Yeah.
0: Come on, just a little bit. <laughs>
1: okay, just a little bit.
0: <laughs> it's like a half a degree.
1: No, like point 0.1 degree Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit?
0: <laughs> 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 I don't think so. I believe it. Oh, wow. So, the big question is there's a very big, important question here. Huh? What flavor of blizzard am I going to have on the way home?
1: You're going to have that pecan, aren't you, one? You're right. That isn't really a big question, is it? <laughs> that wasn't that big Turtle pecan cluster.
0: Large. That's 1,500 no, gallons. You, you
1: can't want Billy to eat a large? large. Medium, maybe. You okay. can't eat a large. Can I? Nope. you get <laughs> sick.
0: <laughs> I just did a half Ironman, and I can't have a freaking large blizzard. Um, you can blizzard.
1: have one, but don't complain after you get sick.
0: Oh, okay. I'll have a medium. Okay. That has fifty grams of fat in it.
1: Remember I'm your kind of coach.
0: Are you? Yep. Oh.
1: Lifestyle coach.
0: You're my lifestyle coach. That's yep. <laughs> true, isn't it? Yeah. I no, never I am. thought about that. I'm before. your lifestyle coach. Yeah. Okay. Well, what kind of coach can you I want be a beer? for you? <laughs> 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 what kind of coach can I be for you then?
1: Oh, you're my lifestyle coach. Am I? Yep. Oh. That way we benefit each other. That's why we're both so happy.
0: No, oh, it's true. Okay. Well, that's all good. So I guess the next time you hear from me, um, I don't know, it'll be the end of the race. After the race, we'll do a mm-hmm. little recording, and then I'll try and pop this into iTunes when I get home. Okay. See. All righty. So, yeah, what's my goals? I guess I should say my goals. You should. I did it on my blog, but a lot of people don't read my blog, so here's the deal. Last year, I had a 45-minute swim. This year, I've only swum seven times, so I'm going to give myself maybe 50 minutes for the swim, just in case. Mm-hmm. Transition. <laughs> Transition was nine minutes last year mm-hmm. for T1. I'm going to say eight minutes because I don't have to put extra clothes on and I'm going to actually try.
1: All right. Good, good idea to try because this <laughs> is a try. <laughs> <half
0: hour. laughs> uh, bike, 322 last year. Well, if it was windy like it was today, I'm going to be slower than that. If it's the weather is non-windy, I actually truly don't know if I can actually do 322 because I don't know if I'm as strong a cyclist right now as I was. Oh, we can do for
1: 330. Yeah, 330 because that's what I'm thinking. You're going to improve your running
0: dramatically. Yeah. So I don't care. Like I kind of figured 330. I hope. I hope I do 330 though. Anyways, 330, and then run. Run last year was two hours and 58 minutes. Your run-walk. Yeah, it was. It was a walk-run, actually, not even a (laughs) run-walk. Three hours last year. So this year, my goal is to be under 2.30. Well, you know, I mean, 2.30 would be a really good run. Um, My best half marathon time is 2.12. My second best was 2.24. So... Um, the way I've been running lately, I've been doing really, actually really good running. But it's going to be 90 degrees. So p- probably 230 is probably more realistic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Overall goal? Eric's pointing the TV because I have it muted and the Canucks game has just started.
2: No,
1: it hasn't. The third period about ready to start.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. So overall goal, faster than last year. Yeah. Which was 7.24.
1: Because you're going to improve in yeah. two areas. You're going to improve in your uh, first transition. You, you might pick up oh, one no. or two minutes there. Okay? Mm-hmm. But, but, sir, but you stand the biggest chance of improving on your run.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping to knock 20 or 25 minutes off my run. Yeah. All right. So nice. sub-seven hours. Every friend of mine, their goal is sub-six. That just shows you what category I'm in. All right. It's all good. We'll talk to you after the race. Bye-bye. Is this thing on? Yes. Okay. So it's 5 o'clock Sunday night, and I'm on my way home. We're driving down the highway to Kelowna. Hopefully going to get home by 7. Ooh, did I tell you we got to pick up Jesse? No, we
1: didn't tell
0: me that. Yeah, I got a call and I told him I'd pick him up on the way if he wanted me to. I don't know.
1: For
0: the bike. Oh, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Okay, anyways, totally off track. My race report. Kelowna Girls race report. So, it was a very hot day, uh, started off beautiful sunny morning, just gorgeous as we were driving down there, got up at 4.45, left, I think at 5.45 didn't we, we were trying to get out at 5.30 but we were on the road at 5.45 and uh, got in to I picked up my stuff really quickly, last year I had to wait a long time to get it, but they had it more organized this year downside is uh, I went to the bathroom, I picked the wrong bathroom lineup and I was in the bathroom lineup for more than half an hour. In fact, I got out of the bathroom finally and I had just enough time to put my wetsuit on and get down to the beach. That was it. And they were actually telling me to hurry up and get out of transition because transition was closing in three minutes or something like that. It's a little stressful. I didn't end up being able to check my uh transition setup as carefully as I wanted to, but anyways it was okay it was okay. And the weather is pretty warm. Um, I got down to the beach, there were three waves. I was in the third for old ladies and old men. And uh The water, yeah, the water was pretty warm, like it was 18 degrees. Warm is relative. I went out and I just dunked down a couple times, took a few strokes, made sure I was good to go, and then then we came back on the beach, and I don't know, it t- things went really quickly, so I was able to just get swimming. So my swim time, the f- I knew the first buoy was supposed to be 900 meters away, and I checked my watch when I went around the corner and it had been 20 minutes, and I thought, okay, that's pretty well on par. For what I, the timing that I had at my last sprint try. So I'm expecting to come in probably around 46, 47 minutes was my expectation. Um, once I t- passed the first boy, I started swimming stronger, and then when I p- passed the final boy, the last 400 meters, I swam as hard as I could. And that last I would say the last part, Eric, was the part that felt the longest. I don't know, did did you hear any comments about that?
1: Didn't hear anything, no.
0: Okay, not about what section? Okay. So what Eric heard while I was out there is a lot of people saying they were really surprised with their swim times that they were several minutes um, slower than they expected, and there's some question about whether or not the swim course was as accurate as it could be. Now they GPSed it, he said, but I also think when you're in a boat with a GPS which is, I think, assume the way you would do it. Eh, I don't know how accurate that could be because you're not really going fast enough unless you went in a speedboat or something. But anyways, that being said, I got out of the water. um, I think it was just under 50 minutes, but by the time I crossed the timing map, my timing was 51.07 or something like that. And that included wetsuit stripping. And last year I was 45.17. So I was six minutes slower uh, kind of my goal was to be under 50 but I was a minute out, out of that and I wasn't too worried I, I, sw- I swam my best and you know I thought I did pretty spectacularly considering I've only swum about 7 or 8 times this whole year so I was content uh, felt pretty good when I got out of the water into transition it's about um, half a kilometer run so it takes a long time i was smart this time i left my flip-flops down on the beach and i was able to walk kind of I actually jogged up in my flip-flops so i was really happy i had those because i hate walking on cement with bare feet i was overall a minute faster in transition this year so it was eight minutes and if that sounds like a long time it's because it's got a long run in it's actually a fairly long run out But the weather was so warm, I didn't have to put on my arm warmers or a jersey or anything. So I did wear my socks on the bike, which I do for long races, um, just for a little more comfort. And I wore my gloves because it's that long. I just want my gloves on. So eight minutes for that, and then I got on the bike. So yesterday I went through my splits from last year, thinking in my head I kind of wanted to know what my splits were at certain sections of the race and I wrote them down for Eric and I had them on my written on my arm but I kinda memorized them actually and I knew I wanted to see how much slower I would be this year because I really felt likely that I was going to be slower on the bike and I was kinda curious to see well how much slower am I going to be I've ridden that course two or three times this spring and each time I've ridden it quite a bit slower but it's been windy and it's hard you know it's hard to tell so the weather today was beautiful, like not no wind at all. A little wind would have been welcome on the run, actually, but it wasn't. So no wind and nice, smooth. Got out there. Just I was feeling great, just feeling great. Passed lots and lots and lots of people on the bike, as usual. Last year I had a 27-kilometer-an-hour average. Today I was, most of the race I was keeping about 28 28 and even sometimes up to 29 kilometers an hour. It's rolling hills with a couple of big hills up and a couple of downhills, and some of it's just rolling enough to k- kind of take a dent out of your out of your overall average. But uh, after my first round, which was supposed to be, I think my first checkpoint was supposed to be 26.30, and I think I went by just around 25 minutes. Does that sound about right?
1: 25 or 25.30, but certainly significantly faster than... Uh I had expected.
2: Yep.
0: So I was like, I was, not only did I meet my goal time, but I was actually faster. So, oh, well, maybe I'm starting off strong, and we'll see how it goes on the longer course, because that was just a 12K ride there. Um, climbed up the hill, just kicked ass up that hill, passed lots of people. I heard some people commenting about blowing up too early, but I wasn't afraid of them, and I never did see them again, so uh, apparently I didn't blow up. And climbed up that hill, felt really good on that hill, just really good. And then I really tried to keep the pressure on. I had, on my Garmin, I had average speed and average heart rate uh, as one screen. And I my goal was just to keep my average speed up as high as I could. I definitely had to be over 27, and most of the time today it was 28 or a little bit higher. First lap I was in, I figured I was about five minutes ahead that sound about right to you
1: not no you're only Two and a half, two and a half after the first lap you gained about a minute the first uh, small bit mm-hmm. and I think it took about a minute and a half off on the next part okay. but then you you whittled more off it later
0: Okay, good. Because I really wasn't sure exactly what my time was supposed to be there. I knew when I passed you, I, I saw what it was, and I, wasn't, I couldn't really remember. And by then, the um, writing I'd written all over my arm had w- rubbed off, so I couldn't see what my times were. So I was kind of going by memory. But I knew I was ahead, and I felt good. And you were cheering on like you thought I was ahead, so I've, I was happy.
1: The second big section, you know, the lower section, the large section, yep. you lost just a smidge on that. yep.
0: Yeah, I, I was starting to get a little bit tired, um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was the lap. That was the lap where um, I dropped my um, my puffer. I think I'm pretty sure that was. I might have been the first one though, actually. I think it was a, I think it was the second lap. I dropped my puffer, so I did stop, picked it up, put it back in my bundle box, and kept going. Um, I don't feel like I lost more than 30 seconds doing that, plus, you know, build up and slow down. Oh, and also, was that the time where the car stopped right in front of me and I couldn't get by him? I had to stop? No, that was at the beginning. I thought that was at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, whatever. I was starting to get a little tired, let's face it. I was getting a little tired. It was starting to get a little hot. And I had to, I kind of, my mind wandered a little bit. And every once in a while I'd look down and say, oh, crap, I'm not going fast enough, you know. And also, my knee was starting to niggle a little bit. And last year, my knee hurt on the bike. And I thought, and and that's what's caused me to, to lock up my knee and not be able to run. So after the second time I climbed the big hill, my knee was—I could feel it in my knee—and I was feeling a little nervous. And I kind of laid off a little bit on the climbing, even though that's my strength. I kind of laid off just a bit. And then by the time I turned the corner and was coming in that final thing, I said, "Ah, screw it, just go for it. Who gives a crap?" It didn't seem to be getting any worse, but I was—it was a little nervous. So that could be another reason why i, I seemed to lose a little bit but overall my bike time was 316 something might be 57 so almost 317 I had 317 on my Garmin and last year was 322 so that's a full five minutes I saved
1: you have comment? Um, yeah my uh, my clock was off a little at the very end but uh, you came in earlier than I expected then on that last section you must have actually gone pretty fast that last uh, upper section
0: yeah. Yeah, I decided I had to make up some time. I was I it was at 27.9 and 27.8 and I was just pushing, 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 pushing. I was passing so many people. Um, like I pass, a, I always am surprised when I pass men Because these men like have these massive calves and stuff And okay, I know, they're not like Obviously you can be muscular and, and not be a really fast triathlete And they're probably also the people that are really fast runners So maybe they're saving themselves a bit I'm not going to say they can't go faster than me But I would pass people and then they, I'd be gone Right? I'd pass like two or three people in a row The funniest thing is though you know you were asking me Eric does anybody pass me and I some people do but you know who started passing me when I was on my last leg on the highway is is the elite guys with their disc wheels and stuff they're finishing and I'm still on my first that's right leg right and yeah I was on my first leg and they're finishing the bike and they're so fast I mean these are just like super duper amazing guys and they're just flying by and you hear them coming with those disc wheels and going I'm thinking boy that would drive me nuts. Anyways. So bike 316, I was super stoked about that and I went, yeah I don't care now what what happens on the run. So I got off the bike, uh hit the porta potties immediately because I had to pee. It was starting to get pretty hot by now, because it's like noon by now or something. I have no idea what time it is actually, but something like that. It's around lunchtime. And, uh, so I went to the bathroom, and then I ran into transition. I had a pretty quick transition, I think four or five minutes, so I was was faster in my second transition as well. But I made sure I did everything. I looked, and I I stopped for, like, the five seconds and thought about what I had to do so I didn't have to run out and then turn around and come back. I've done that a couple of times. And, uh, I actually put my bike in the right spot. I was happy about that, too. Um... Yeah, so got that done, uh, out on the run, and right away my legs felt super, like no pain, Uh, they didn't feel like lead, and uh, I felt like, oh Christ, I can run, I was really happy.
1: Much better than uh, last year, that's for sure, because I was worried about you last year you know yeah. you're hardly able to move sometimes yeah. and
0: that didn't happen no and, and last year it was like even if you it's like i i'm not afraid to run through pain but last year my knee wouldn't bend <laughs> like i couldn't move my leg it was like such a terrible thing <clears throat> so this was great this was great only problem was i think my first five like my first k was like f- five something, yeah like I was running too fast, I kept trying to slow down, trying to slow down, but the problem was that usually when I'm running at that pace, my heart rate is about zone two or under zone two, it's like pretty, pretty steady low, and it was super hot by now, and I was really hot, and my heart rate was just soaring, I mean, it was 165, 170. Was in well above zone four, like I was past lactate threshold heart rate, and it was just very uncomfortable and I, and just pound. I could feel my heart pounding, and I felt dizzy. And so every time my heart rate went up really high, I would I would stop and I'd walk for ten, fifteen, twenty seconds till I could get it down into zone three. And then I I kept trying to jog, like I thought, well, if I could just maybe do a nice steady six thirty or six forty five or whatever per kilometer, then maybe I'd be able to maintain it, but I couldn't. So I was throwing in the walk breaks almost right from the start. But overall, especially for the first half of it, I was maintaining um, a pretty good pace, like under seven-minute kilometer, which is sort of my outside goal. I was kind of hoping for 6.30s. But even with the walk breaks, I was doing 6.30, 6.40 was my, um, sort of, for the first 10K. Second 10K, I just started to get really tired. My heart rate wasn't soaring so much anymore. They had lots of ice and uh, water and um, sponges and stuff on the race course, so I was just dunking myself, pouring two or three glasses of water all over me and running through sprinklers, and my feet were just soaking wet by the time I got there. Um... All my hydration and fuel and everything worked really well. And I had my uh, Garmin to tell me... It beeped every 45 minutes to tell me to take my gel. And I'm super glad I did because I kept forgetting. I didn't even thought of it. And all of a sudden it would beep and i go, Oh, I had no idea I was supposed to take another gel. So that worked out really, really well. And I, my stomach felt great. No issues on the on any of it at all. So I kept... The last five, well, last 5 to 7K were just... That was just like digging deep time. I was trying. To, I was just for, doing everything I could do to try and make myself keep running. And I just kept walking. I kept walking, taking walk breaks more and more frequently, even though I, I was watching my watch, and I just so wanted to get sub-seven. And uh, I looked at my clock, and I thought, okay, I'm going to like try running ten and one, right, or nine and one, nine minutes and walk one minute. But I couldn't run nine minutes, and then I thought, okay, I'll run for one kilometer. And every time I come to the kilometer board, I'll allow myself to walk for 10 seconds. But I couldn't go to the to the kilometer board. Like, I couldn't go that far. And then they had the the, the other, um, like, the first lap. It's a two-loop course. And they had the first loop, one sort of in between them, So which is basically every half K. So I was trying to run from one board to the next. <laughs> and I still, I still kept walking. And every aid station I walked through it and got lots of stuff, and and uh, yeah, it was all good. I ended up filling my water, a handheld bottle, twice. No, once, but I drank a lot of water at aid stations too. Anyways, I was pretty happy. My, my run time was a little slower than I wanted. It was 2.30-something. I'm not actually sure what it was. But my overall time was still sub-7. It was 6.58.07 my goal my time from last year was seven twenty four so I knocked a full twenty five minutes off my off my race from last year and i'm super happy about that. My swim is about what I expected my bike was way better than I expected, and I did well on my um, both my um, transitions and I think my my run would have felt would have been better if I had not been so blooming hot and uh, I think you know everybody complained about the heat there was nothing you could do it was 28 and it's what 82 fahrenheit and we haven't had any kind of time to okay. to acclimate it's cooler
1: now cooler now than it was during the race it must have been up at 32 degrees Celsius. So. oh this isn't, isn't hot right now no
0: no, it does well it's overcast. yeah it's uh, so now the clouds come out eh? this is the race ended the clouds came out and i went uh, when i finished my race i went down into the lake and it felt lovely <laughs> the wuss girl just enjoyed walking, and without a wetsuit, I tell you, I walked right into the lake and went, yeah. So, but the, one of the things I'm really happy about is the fact that my legs felt really good on the run. Like, I wasn't, nothing was hurting my Achilles and my ankle, my bottom, my foot, my shins. None of that stuff was hurting while I was running. Uh, I might be a little sore, you know, and I'm probably not going to run again till next Thursday or Friday, I think. I'll give my legs some really good rest, and I'm going to probably... I'm going for a massage tomorrow, and uh, I actually felt good today, too, compared to yesterday. I was feeling super achy and crappy yesterday all day long. I just felt awful, and today I felt good. Even when I got up, I felt pretty good. So that's my race report. Um, Goals have been met for most cases, and I'm I'm very, very happy. I managed to coach myself to a 25-minute PR. Hey, that's worth something, hey? And I have to say, you know, Eric has been my my rock. He, You rock, Eric. Hey. You were there. Every time I turned around, there he was, and he's always having something encouraging. And then when I was feeling like it's super hot, I'm not sure, and I'm trying to push really hard for him, and he says, you know, you've you got to slow it down a bit because it's really hot. And I felt like that he'd given me permission to be to do what really was the right thing. And I love you, and I'm so, so appreciative of everything you did for me this weekend. Thank you, honey. My
1: is I I walked 14.5 Ks.
0: (laughs) That's pretty amazing.
1: (laughs) Well, I chased you all over the course. Oh,
0: that's uh, on the end of the course. Oh,
1: the very end. I sort of uh, was ahead of her because I took a shortcut. And uh, I kind of was just walking, doodling back to the course, back to the finish. But I was walking on the last section of the course and all of a sudden there's this cute chick comes up behind me and says, do you know I'm here? Oh, and by the way, the cute chick was Cologne Girl. And (laughs) I I didn't know she was there (laughs) because I thought I was way ahead of her. Like she was putting forth a decent pace at the very end. So so I had to start running. (laughs) To get to
0: the finish line before me. To get to the finish line. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I saw him in, in the ahead. Like we'd met up. At the aid station or wherever? I guess somewhere on the course you'd you'd seen me. And he said, okay, well, I won't see you again. And I don't know. I was really surprised to see you were still walking back. It was a long way, though. Was there not a shortcut that you could cut through?
1: I thought I did. You went all over the bridge, right?
0: No, no, but um, you know when you were running, oh. walking back, you went all along the course? You could have turned right on one of those side roads and cut right through the finish line.
1: I know. I wanted to feel the course, though. I wanted to feel part of it. Too. Well,
0: I, I was getting a little nervous that you that I was going to beat you. Oh, no. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I can run.
0: You're lucky I was taking a lot of walk breaks at that point Because I was going to pass you and say, oh well, see you later I got a date with with Steve King
1: I was hoping you'd chase me because there's those two girls ahead I want you to catch
0: Oh yeah, he's always looking for the the ones that I should be catching I, I work hard and pick people off on the bike But I don't even begin to try to pick anybody off on the run You did it, it says um. Yeah, I, you'd be proud of me on my uh, picking off people and passing people's skills on the bike. If you were out there on the bike with me, I think you'd be proud of of my biking.
1: I'm proud of your running too. I really am. All
0: right. Well, thank you.
1: pushing. He eh? never stopped pushing.
0: Well, the thing is, with the run, like I don't know, I don't really care how I do in compared to other people in this race. It's a big race. Now, there were 60 women registered in my age group, but only 49 did it. And uh, I actually came in, now, last year I was second to last in my age group. And out of like a 59 or 58 or something like that. This year I came in 28th out of 48 in my age group. And I haven't seen how I compared on the bike. 22nd out of 48. Oh, actually 49. 22nd out of 48. Oh, actually 49. So 22nd out of 49. That's awesome. I'm awesome. But they didn't have any prizes for 22nd. I don't know why. I think they should have prizes for 22nd. It's a special one. (laughs) Anyways, I have a medal. And I'm happy. And Steve King chatted about me as I crossed the finish line, and he's the Ironman Canada, voice of Ironman Canada. He's amazing. So uh, it's all good, and uh, I'm happy. And I don't have to do any training now for a while. So over the next couple weeks, I'm just going to keep my running up a little bit. And if I have time, I'm going to bike for fun. I'm going to bike for fun. And uh, probably not going to swim unless I do open water swimming whenever the lake gets a little warmer, or Okanagan Lake, that is. So uh, I want to thank the 52 million people who left me messages on my Facebook page and Twitter and Daily Mile for all of your congrats. Uh, I just kind of skimmed through a whole whack of them on uh, my iPhone today. I haven't been home yet. So that was just blow me away. And I have to tell you, I thought about you guys while I was running and because I kept thinking I want to make sure I have a good, I want to tell them I did my best and I didn't want to slack off. It was a mental, that whole end of the run was a real mental thing for me. Just push, push, push. I was talking to myself out loud. This lady looked at me because I was going, keep running, keep running, keep running, keep running. (laughs) And then she just kind of looked at me. I said, oh, I was talking to myself, not you. (laughs) And then I wanted to tell a couple of guys. There was a couple of men who were running sort of right side by side for a while with me. And I was going to tell them, I can't have my iPhone, so I'd like you guys to sing something um, um, inspirational right now, please. (laughs) Uh, I thought that would have been funny. But then they just happened to write it that When I had that great thought, they both started running faster. Maybe they could read my mind. <laughs> so that's it. Oliver, the half iron in the can. All right. This is me signing out because I'm going to kick back and relax for the rest of the drive home. Okay, bye-bye.
2: The sun must say.